And we are on record. Okay. So, what are we calling it? Pressure. Pressure. Yes, the pressure's on now. Uh, I, I, uh, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not very good at this. I'm too British to... <laughs> uh, Come on. Uh, Be the man in Trafalgar Square. Uh, Do it. Do uh, it. Uh, Alright, so let's call this the What's Going On Here podcast. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I don't know what's going on. But otherwise, if you let me try and figure out what it would, it would just be, you know, half an hour of a, a British person going... Uh, <laughs> 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 well, all right. So basically, what our podcast is, is my name is Tomo Lovrick, and this is young Sean Quigley. And what our podcast involves is watching various television programming, mostly from Netflix, I dare say, is what we're going to do, right? I, I, yeah, I imagine so. Yeah. So mostly from Netflix, and what we do is we watch about 10 to 20 minutes of it and try to figure out what's going on, and then later look up info on the show and see if we're anywhere even closely correct. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. fair. It's watching things you wouldn't otherwise watch with a view of um, seeing whether you can, uh, you know, deem qualities from them in a short period of time. Right, I guess. right, yes. And, yeah. I mean, we're obviously not going to do the big shows that everybody knows about, like, or, or that are even over, like your Mad Men or, or, or uh, even House of Cards or something like that that's just have a yeah. huge following. Even though I've never seen any of those shows. I've seen some of them. I mean, I guess there's a certain humor. I guess you have to be pretty ignorant. I guess there's a certain humor to watching Mad Men and being like, I've watched four episodes and none of these men seem slightly mad at all. They're very calm, if anything. These are a bunch of calm men in suits. <laughs> They're just smoking cigarettes Not much a happens, lot. I yeah. guess. I don't know. Right. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I suppose. I just don't want, I don't want our... Uh, opinions to be colored if it's something that's just super popular no that's true that's true you know i mean there are certain ones that you would hear about here and there uh what's the one that i saw or peaky blinders oh yeah have you watched the show before uh i i watched like uh you know i think i watched like 10 the first 10 minutes of peaky blinders uh-huh. and um uh it's the problem with netflix these days there's so much you yes. so much choice that you watch 10 minutes of something and if it doesn't yeah, grab you yeah, you're like I, you know what I just don't uh, yeah, want to right. deal with this right yeah, now yeah, and, yeah, yeah and the problem is it's so much like escapism the thing is TV's about escapism for a lot of people you want to be you know transported somewhere that's interesting and fun maybe for Americans for, I've heard a lot of Americans like Peaky Blinders uh-huh. for me being from England yeah and it's like it's it's set in just a dull, dingy Birmingham in the past. Right. And like 10 minutes in, I was like, I don't want to be in Birmingham now. <laughs> I definitely don't want to be in Birmingham like from whenever this is set. I'm personally going to say I have nothing against Birmingham <laughs> and all the good fine folks in Birmingham. <laughs> yeah. Let me just say that right now. <laughs> you know, I mean, come on. For anyone that doesn't isn't aware of Birmingham, in, in England, it's uh, the, probably the most famous Birmingham, son of Birmingham is Ozzy Osbourne. So that's your bar right there. Right. That's not fair because Ozzy's probably done more drugs than a pharmaceutical company. So you Yeah, know. <laughs> I guess. I guess so. But And and I mean, you're probably a, bit, a little bit young when first the, his, his show came on MTV. Oh, no, I watched that, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, anyway. I'm about the same age as... Jack Osborne. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, when the show first came out, and he's like, and he's on there with his, and he's like, listen, I've got to tell you, I love you both very much, 
but you're fucking mad. Yeah. And everybody loved the show because, you know, on US TV, it was like, but you're beep, beep, beep. It was like, yeah. and, and actually one of the funny references was at, at the time when the show came out and Ozzy's like sitting on the couch without a shirt on. And somebody <laughs> said, so I, I want to give the right credit. I think it was like Anthony from Opie and Anthony way back in the okay, day. Yeah. And he said, if there was ever a poster child for not getting tattoos, it's Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. Because there he is with his shirt off, looking like a candle that's in the process of melting. <laughs> it's just like, uh, the kids don't get tattoos unless yeah. you plan on being like Arnold Schwarzenegger and fit for the rest of your life. Don't get tattoos. But that's the, I always think that tattoos. It's like any artwork in the world of just artwork, like printed artwork. It, you know, you have artwork. You if you're gonna spend money and if, if you're gonna if you know you're gonna have a piece of art forever, right? You're gonna look after it. You're right. not gonna. Yes. Yes. You're not sun exposure. Put it in a swimming pool. <laughs> yes. Pour beer over it. Whatever <laughs> else. But we as humans do it. We yes. make art for ourselves yes. the, for the rest of our life, and then we just treat it in no way you would ever treat a painting that you're gonna have for the rest of your life. Yes. And of course, it's gonna look terrible. Yes. In you know, fifty years time, it's <laughs> like a grey blob. Like when you see sometimes old you know guys that obviously got you know amateur tattoos in the army or the yes, navy yes, yes, yes. by some dude somewhere and you look at it now and just looks like a gray blob it's a gray blob yeah. like, i don't know what that was supposed to be you know <laughs> yes indeed uh well we've got off topic but yes, yes we're true. here <laughs> to review a tv show and for our inaugural uh, well, not, well hold that thought we're not only going to review tv shows we will review um local eateries uh-huh. And as much local drink as we can. Yes. And then just various odd and off drinks. Yep. But we're going to try to do locally. And just for everybody, we are located in northern New Jersey. So Bergen County mm. to be a little more specific. So anyway, so the show we're reviewing today, we decided to go for the gusto. And we picked a Spanish speaking show. <laughs> and we turned off the um, subtitles on the show. And the show was called the um, Club de Cuervos. And uh, my Spanish is kind of shoddy. And uh, Sean, your Spanish? Uh, 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 Non-existent? N- nada. <laughs> <laughs> okay, very good. So, we picked that show. And it's apparently a Netflix original, which we didn't know. We were just trying, we were just looking for any kind of show that we haven't heard of or that would be obscure and this mm. seemed to fit the bill. Yeah. So, the show is from what we, we watched about, what, like 20... Five minutes of the first episode or so, something like that. Yeah. Maybe a half hour. Yeah, I, I, it's a forty-three minute show. It's like standard Netflix. Yeah, yeah. We I guess we watched about half of it. Yeah. Um, you know, I, from the off, I'm gonna say that I think to be fair, you know, I don't want to be unfair on it, right? Because we don't really know what kind of genre it's hitting at. I I was never entirely sure as I was watching it whether it's supposed to be, you know, you're allowed to laugh or whatever, mm-hmm. but um. As far as a first episode of a Netflix Originals mm-hmm. that they've got like 23 episodes of, not a great first episode. <laughs> 25 minutes in. I mean, you know, it's good for a podcast, but I'm sitting there thinking... And, and also, to be fair, I don't think they designed it for people that can't speak the language to just watch. <laughs> but to, say, be fair, to be fair, we are coming at it from an odd angle. Yes. Um, if we at least had the subtitles on, I think we'd be better off. Yes. But it, yes. it wasn't, you know, it's not, it didn't grip me. Um, yeah. So. Right. I, 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 
and technically, yeah, you know, you put all the elements together, the actors, um, it seems like maybe they're the best actors, I don't know, I, um, the director, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, from what we gathered, and we might be very wrong, this seems like it was a comedy. Ah, yeah. Uh, at least that's what I thought, because it was just really silly. So the show opens up, and this is what we gathered from. The show opens up, and it's a soccer stadium. Yeah, football stadium, soccer stadium. Um, and a guy is giving a speech. And he's a young guy, but looks old enough to be retirement age from pro sports. So he looks like he'd be in his early to mid-30s. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, of course, they start off with a really terrible... Uh, uh, um, green screen in the background that shows the crowd and it's almost like the land of the lost kind of green screen it was just really really bad oh yeah and um he's talking and he's crying and then they show a girl off to the side and she's mumbling and obviously very pissed about something and then he gives a speech and he has a couple of which are obviously his like boys his bros that are also being very emotional about it and the crowd is chanting him on and and it's all great and um then he goes off pitch, and and the girl that we assume is either a half sister or or a cousin just decks him, like lays him out cold. Yeah, punches him straight out, and then and that I and I the, the supposition or the supposition I guess we're surmising here that that was his retirement speech. If that's what I thought. I mean, it seemed like he was leaving. Having been again, you know, I'm from England. We know and we call it football. You guys call it soccer, whatever. We, I, 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 I'm kind of familiar enough with the sport to know, you know, you see this guy wearing a suit in the middle of the pitch, making a speech. He looks like he's retiring. Um, that's what I, yeah, that's what it seemed like he was doing. Um, so, yeah, that's, that was my first thought. That's what I was guessing. And oh, oh, that's also what we left out. This episode is called um, Be a Captain. Mm. Episode one is called Be a Captain. So I assumed just off the bat with the title, that this guy was more than likely probably the captain of the team. Mm. And he's stepping down, and therefore someone's going to have to learn to be a captain. Yeah, I guess so, like in, um, in, in his post-athletic career. I, I guess. Um, yes. That, that, that's, that's, that was my initial thought of it. Um, yes. And they go from there to a scene where there's a topless girl coming out of a pool. And it's a big party, and we see our guy who's the captain mm. pretending to be like a DJ at this party. And next thing you know, he's doing blow off of the girl's boobs, yeah. like Ooh, in the corner. I forgot about that. <laughs> he's a Twitter. He's Twitter thing. His name's DJ something. Yeah, yeah that's right. It was DJ oh, something. And now I remember. And he only had something like a thousand, like one thousand four hundred followers, <laughs> which now makes me confused because. There was a stadium full of people him chanting on. him on. He had like a thousand four hundred followers, <laughs> yes. which is which confuses me um, <laughs> because uh, you know I feel like you would have more more followers than unless that. this was a specific DJ profile. <laughs> maybe he's a DJ. I uh, yeah, I forgot that his name was DJ something. So yes. maybe he's quitting football to become a DJ. Oh, I'm learning things. I didn't think about this at the time. I'm, <laughs> revelation. This one is a grower. You know, it's, he sits with you and I'm, I'm learning things. It's like watching a Chris Nolan film. I'm, now I'm, things are clicking in memento style. Like, yes, perhaps he was leaving to become a DJ. Yeah, maybe that's it. 
It was a musical inception, if you will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, I don't think he was a DJ. I think he was just... Because they show him then doing blow off the girl's boobs. Yeah. And some girl records it on her phone. Mm. And they catch her and they take her phone and he gives her some money. Mm. But she obviously already emailed it out already. Or Facebooked it or Instagrammed it or whatever. Because the next day, they're at the football stadium, the soccer stadium, in the offices... And there's a stern older man there. Yeah. And the dude is looking very contrite. And the girl that decked him out is there in the office too. And another guy, like the bearded guy that looked like he was, I don't know, rode motorcycle with Che Guevara through, <laughs> through you know, uh, uh, in revolutionary days. But, yeah. And so my assumption is that that was his father. Yeah, the stern dude. That's a, the stern old yeah. dude who was obviously the club owner. Yeah. And then, and then the scene switch, switches between everybody kind of chastising, and then the girl who decked him out, and or the woman that decked him out, and the other guy, uh, the revolutionary-looking dude, they leave, and then the guy that was doing the coke and the old man, the owner of the club, go to the sauna, mm-hmm. and they're just chatting. Oh, yeah. And, and they're obviously discussing, and I, I guess the, the opinion to me, oh, the opinion... The, the impression to me was that um, the, the owner was trying to impart the importance of publicity onto the young man. Yeah. And how to run a club like a proper businessman. Yes. And then they started arguing a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then the old man obviously got a heart attack. Yes. And then the kid starts panicking. The yeah. young guy. Yeah. The kid. Uh, the, reti- the, the retired... Footballer. Our star. Our star, right? He starts panicking and he runs. Do we know his name, by the way? What was his name? No, I don't think I caught it. Although it was on the screen when he was DJing. I think this is something we need to lay out now for future podcasts. We need to come up with names for people. Or else there's going to be a lot of this dude and that dude. That dude and yes, her and this him. is true. Yes. Um, so let's call him the captain. The cap- cap- so, El Capitano. El Capitano, right. Yeah. So he runs to his... He runs to his clothes... And because he was doing blow the night before, I'm thinking, oh my God, he's going to pull out some blow and try to shove it up the old man's nose just to like, <laughs> get him out of the heart attack. Yeah. But no, instead he pulls out his cell phone. Yeah. And instead of dialing whatever the equivalent is of 911, Yeah. because I'm assuming the show is, is, maybe it's Venezuela, maybe it's Mexico, I'm not sure. It, it, that, that wasn't clear yeah. anywhere. I'm assuming it's Mexico or Argentina because they're generally the two biggest countries for football. Right. Because it definitely wasn't Brazil because they weren't Portuguese. They were, they were speaking Spanish. Of course. Oh, of yeah, course. It yeah. wasn't Brazil. So, oh, of course. Yeah. So maybe it is so, something uh, else. So, well, anyway. So he runs and he gets his cell phone. And instead of dialing the ambulance or the police or something, he instead goes on YouTube to see how to do CPR. Yeah. And he clicks a site. And the site is not showing CPR, it's showing women rubbing like... Well, it's, what it was, is it was an advert. It was a, the joke was, isn't it irritating when you want to watch a video on YouTube and there's an advert you have to watch for 30 seconds. That's what it was. Oh, no, no, because no, 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 there was no. a little box in the bottom right corner that was obviously the Spanish version of skip this ad that popped up. And it, obviously he was irritated by it and that's funny. Ha 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 ha. But the weird thing was, is if you watch the clip, he waited until 29 seconds into the 30 second clip before <laughs> yeah. turning the phone off in anger. Like, ah! 
<laughs> oh, this is so frustrating. I can't do this. I must. Instead, I give up. <laughs> yes. And then at which point, you know, which would come to them, it's like, well, I mean, you, maybe you'd call the ambulance at that point. Or just watch the CPR video, which is going to come in one second. You know, we'll go to the, the club doctor because they're in the club. Yes. And they're still in the club because the, the you know, the, the logo of the club is on there. Which is a crow, it's a bird. Mm-hmm. I point out it's very badly designed. It looks like they just make it some kid in high school to make a logo for yeah, them. Yeah, the graphic department club. didn't have a lot of budget. Yeah. No, no. Not, not so good. No. Um, uh, and he gives up very quickly. He just gives yeah. up. Yeah. It and, becomes too much. And the, and the club owner dies. Yes. And then it's a funeral. Yep. And he's dressing, and what looks like maybe his mother? Hmm. And I think the girl that decked him out, I think from the... Because the, she was talking to her mother, so maybe they're half-siblings? Well, th- th- we're assuming they're talking to each other's mothers just because you have two young people in a TV show yes. talking to two middle-aged women. And Little as we older, know, you yeah. can't have middle-aged women in a TV show yes, unless they're somebody's forbid, mother. Right, exactly. Because, God forbid, you know, they have to a middle-aged woman can do anything, correct? Exactly. Yeah. So God I think forbid that happens. They have to be mothers. Yes, exactly. Or, like, ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it well, wouldn't put it past the TV show if they were ghosts. I don't know. <laughs> well, we don't know. We, the Maybe. Part, well, might be. And then they show The Wake. Yeah. And... This is obviously somebody who's going to be a key figure later in the show because they gave her the slow motion treatment, right? Yeah. She walked in, she's hot, she's she's thin, she's got the dark glasses covering half her face like Elton John back in the 70s. Yeah. And, you know, she takes like three steps down and then what I'm assuming is the half-sister. And she doesn't really look Latin American. That's no. one of the things with, with all Latin American, like, you know, they're not, none, nobody in this TV show looks like they're actually what you would imagine someone being Latin American would look like. Which is, but again, that's another thing. Any film, any TV, it's like, you know, these, these people don't look like... Like normal people. What I would imagine people, yeah, people yeah. like Latin American. Like, if they were the other side of the uh, the new wall, <laughs> it would be very quickly like, oh, how did they get... There's an American over that side of the... Come back over this side. Where did you come from? Very well, quickly, I think. Well, uh, she was definitely a high-fashion lady. But that's not, I mean, that's not even necessarily the case because it is very much, see, that, that's part of the, um, I think the, um, I'm, I'm looking for the right word, misnomer, is that the word I'm looking for? No, not the misnomer. I think it, it's, it's people not knowing because actually if you go to Mexico, because uh-huh. the, the popular image is people of, of Native American descent, uh-huh. but if you go to Mexico City, and you go to Colombia, and you go to Venezuela, and you go to Argentina. There's lots of blonde, blue-eyed people everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's where the yeah. misconception comes from. I see. And there, I mean, there was a Cuban lady who had a very popular uh, talk show host on, on Spanish TV back in the 80s and 90s. Christina, I think was her name. She was blonde. Oh, okay. Platinum blonde. So, you know, it, it is what it is. But anyway... Yeah. This woman comes in, she's getting the uh, slow motion treatment, so she's obviously important, but you're absolutely right. She looks like she walked out of a David Lee Roth video, yeah. as opposed to, you know, what you would expect, like you said, mm. in, in Latin America. And then the half-sister grabs her and kind of just leads her away, kind of, and for my middling Spanish, it sounded kind of like, yeah, this is for family only. Uh-huh. And then she has her hands over her stomach. Yes. The, 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 the slow motion girl, yes. which is like, okay. The club owner knocked her up. 
Yeah, that's what it looks like. That's that's what it looks like at that point. And then it goes from there to like a lawyer's office where they're all standing around staring at the girl that we think is knocked up. Yeah. My, my thinking is she's like, right, I'm this club is now gonna be mine or like my kids is gonna now take over this club or something right or like is entitled to something with the club uh, yes you know something like that yes which i don't understand i mean i don't know <laughs> i've never seen any film club in the world that has so many family ties everybody is well we also think that the sister or the not sister is She's sleeping with someone who was... Yeah, her husband was the goalie on the it, team. We think he's the yeah. goalie. He looks like he's the goalie. <laughs> he but looks like the goalie. They all look the same. They didn't really get a lot of screen time, the footballers, in this football show. Yes, no, um, The only one footballer we see is the guy who looks nothing like a footballer, the main man, the El main Capitano, guy, yes, yes. who we notice doesn't look anything like a footballer. No, because he was skinny. way too skinny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very Especially skinny. to be the captain of a team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. He was way too skinny. But as we learnt from the first scene, he's good at speeches. He is good at speeches. So maybe that's it. Maybe then, that was and, his thing. And then it goes from, and if, I, I'm, I'm not skipping anything, it goes from the boardroom to mm. like a really cheesy karaoke bar with plastic pint glasses and he's with his two bros from the beginning yeah. that were very emotional with him. Yeah. And they start doing shots and then the next yeah. thing you know, He's buying shots around for everybody in the karaoke yeah. joint. This is not a real venue. The more I think about it, <laughs> it doesn't add up. It looks ridiculous. What what has happened here is wherever they were planning on shooting or trying to find something, either the location director they couldn't find somewhere, or it changed at the last minute, or the place they found there was too much noise stuff, or something happened, and then they were tasked with trying to make a random room in the back of whatever studio they were yes. filming in, looked like it was a club. Was and terrible. they went out and they found some of the, some, you know, aluminium tables from, you know, outside of like a, a subway somewhere. Yeah. And put them, like four of them in a dark room and they have some plastic glasses. <laughs> and I'm no, you know, I'm no, I'm no posh boy. I drunk out of plastic glasses. <laughs> but these people are supposed to be footballers in right. like a club, like a football, big football club. Yeah, because they're driving fancy cars. And yeah, and they've got their, their fancy clothes on. They're, mm -hmm. they're drinking out of plastic glasses at these shiny aluminium tables from, you know, outside subway. And, um, and this, it, it, it doesn't look like a club, any club I know. It doesn't no, look, no, it, it doesn't look like, club. right, it doesn't look like a place a pro athlete would go to. No. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. And, and, and then... They should have green screened the club as and, well. And then, and then he's buying drinks in there, because this is obviously later in the evening, and they're all getting pretty uh, liquored up. Yeah. And then he sees the commercial that he saw on his phone when he was trying to rescue his dad. With the yeah. women rubbing like Vicks on their stomachs or whatever the product was. I, yeah. I didn't catch what the product was. And then he falls apart. Yeah. And he's passed out on the stage. And then he tries to get in a fight with the owner when the owner wants to kick him out. Because he's just like yelling incoherently into the microphone. Yeah. Because he tried to sing. It was like for his father. It was. Right? Go, Papa! 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 <laughs> it was a song. It sounded like a... Yeah, I don't know. Some famous Latin song. Actually, Papa! It would have been... It would have been great if it was Papa Don't Preach by the time. <laughs> yeah, that would have been good, I guess. But, yeah. um... I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, and then they... Showed uh, and then the sister couldn't sleep, yeah. And her husband, which we think is the goalie, yeah, was trying to help her get over her stress by doing squats together and just air squats, oh, yeah, not yeah. like, like weightlifting or anything. Uh -huh. 
And then she goes to the stadium and she's looking at a poster when the team won the championship. And she's remembering herself and her father lifting her up on his shoulders when they won. And the lights go on in the stadium and she goes out to see. And it's El Capitano uh-huh. with his two boys. And they drove onto the field. And El Capitano is in basically taking all his clothes off yet again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she comes down and, and like you said... Uh, where's the security? How did he just drive the car into the middle yeah, of the stadium? Yeah, there's just a car in the middle of the pitch. In the pitch. middle of the stadium, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which they spend probably, you know, $100,000 a year just to maintain it so it could be played, soccer could be played on it regularly. Which, again, baffles me, just in the production value of this. It's like, you know, I don't understand. It's like, they can't, they can't find a building that looks like a convincing karaoke club. Yet they can get a, a stadium, stadium. <laughs> that you can see is actually a stadium, not it a is. green screen stadium from the beginning. No, no, no. And have a car driven into the middle of it, and they're just fucking around on the pitch. Like, somewhere along the line, someone's going, Yeah, I've got a stadium. Yeah, do what you want. Drive a car, whatever. <laughs> oh, and they're like, That's a brilliant. You have no idea how hard it is to find just a, a, a karaoke bar around here. So this <laughs> is <fancy>. perfect. <laughs> or maybe they spent all their time doing that. They spent nine days out of ten finding the stadium. And they're like, We have nowhere else. Where you know where else are we gonna? Well, we got that karaoke, that important karaoke scene. Oh, we'll just do it in the you know the garage in the back or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's kind of where we cut it off because we think at that point it is starting. Mm. Oh no, that's not right. She comes down out of the stands because she sees them on the field, oh, yeah. and she brings them a bottle of water and some aspirin. Mm. We're assuming. I mean, for all we know, it was roofing, but we turned it <laughs> off, so we don't know what happened there. Mm. Yeah. Or some acid for that matter. We don't know what she was That's giving. True, it could be acid, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a little plastic clear package. <laughs> so that was Be a Captain from Club de Cuervos, a Netflix original. You know what I just had a thought? This is another Chris Nolan style thought. Okay. Okay. I think <laughs> the scene we saw in the beginning. Uh-huh. Oh, you think that was... Chronologically, what? comes after the rest of the things happening in the first episode. Oh, no. Did no. you see the owner? Is the owner there in the beginning? Um, I didn't see the owner in the beginning, but I'll tell you why I don't think so. Because what I caught from my limited Spanish was when she decks him in the beginning after he gives the speech, uh-huh. and then they say a week later. It was on, a week later. The, the party with the woman, with the topless woman coming out of the, the oh. pool and him DJing and then doing coke and... Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but uh, you got me a little hopeful there. Uh, <laughs> it almost got really interesting for a minute. <laughs> Ooh, they switched it up. Ooh, every, everything's backwards. Everything we thought we were seeing, we weren't seeing. It's gone all Westworld it's all, a, it's all a fever dream. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I don't think uh, so. You think, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Unless the... No, no, no. I mean, everything was chronologically there. Mm. Because, I mean, he's mourning... He's in the karaoke bar mourning the yeah. passing of his father. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, no. Good good, good, good thought. Good thought, though. Good thought. Yeah. I uh, don't think it was that, that well thought out. Yeah. No, that was a good thought, oh, well. But in the meantime, what you guys probably heard is us munching, and what we're having here is a great little empanada joint that's in Bergenfield, New Jersey, at 
62 South Washington Avenue, and it's called Empanada Mania. And we are digging on, what was it, uh, Cuban empanadas, mm -hmm. beef, Angus beef empanadas, and chicken quesadilla empanadas. Mm. And they have a standard fare, usually, of six varieties, which are Angus beef, buffalo chicken, chicken quesadilla, pizza, two cheese, and spinach and feta. Mm. And then they throw in, kind of mix it up with different ones. And the Cuban was one of the different ones, and that's why I got it. Hmm. I just, yeah. Because he was actually, he actually said for the parade, because they're doing the, because uh, they're going to be open, obviously, for the St. Patty's Day parade on yep. Sunday. Um, he's going to make a shepherd pie uh, empanada. That sounds horrible. <laughs> it does. And, and I mean, in, in full disclosure, these empanadas are top notch. Oh, they're great. These are good. They're fantastic. I've had the Cuban. I've had the quesadilla. These are good. But as someone who is actually, I mean, I have a lovely English accent, but somebody who's actually an Irish person, uh, an Irish citizen, I can tell you, you know, I, you get a brilliant, lovely, fancy, you know, Latin uh, food here. You do, you don't go in and put some Irish food in it. <laughs> even um, uh, 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 it's one of those funny, you know. It, um, but he, actually, he didn't say empanada. He was going to make. I'm sorry, I misspoke. He's not going to make emp empanada. Uh, shepherd's pie empanadas. He's he's going to make what he called shepherd fries. Oh, shepherd fries. Interesting. Which sounds kind of tantalizing because I'm like, is he just going to make mashed potatoes with meat and then deep fry it? Because that just sounds delicious. Wow. Because obviously you deep fry everything, it's more delicious. That's well, no, that's true. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, so know. this is actually a very excellent um, place. If you guys want, I would highly recommend going and get yourself a half dozen dozen. And then we are also reviewing uh, the Noogie Monster, mm. made by uh, the Deported Departed Souls Brewing Company, and the Souls is. S-O-L-E-S, not the scary kind of souls. From Jersey yeah. City, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And this is the Noogie Monster, and it is a 16-ounce can, which is nice and cool. Yeah. ABV, 8.5%. IBUs, 38. Yep. So, yo, Mr. Quigley, shall you... I don't really say, what is the IBUs? I've never... What, what's the... What does that even... I've, I've never paid attention to IBUs. Oh, all I don't right. really understand what that is. Um, you know what? Now you put me on the spot because I don't remember what it is. It's a very pretty looking thing. I picked these up and the reason I picked them up is um, they actually look... Um, they've got like a kind of Grinch-esque, Dr. Seuss-y, cartoony uh, picture on yes. them. Um, and, you know, and that was uh, nice because... Um, they do. They kind of... They look kind of pretty. Yeah, the character is kind of a... It's, like you said, it's very Dr. Susie looking, yeah. and I will say like a mix between Swamp Thing and Grimace. Oh yeah, not Grimace. Uh, yeah. uh, Sweetums, Sweetums. Yep. Swamp Thing and Sweetums. Yeah, yeah. Sort of. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's see. Let's let's try out. Let's see. Oh, that's nice. Mm. That is very nice. Mm. Folks at Departed Souls, this is a the Noogie Monster is a very nice beer. It's nice. Hashtag definitely not gluten free. That's their yes. That's their kind of tagline. Yes. Which I noticed can. across uh, across the board with their beers. I think this is the uh, Departed Souls logo. Definitely not gluten free. Yes. Um, which is um, 
I guess, informative. It's a little passive-aggressive uh, to people that, you know... <laughs> the, 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 the. I like the idea of, you know, we, we're living in an age of gluten-free being, I guess, a, a, know, thing. a thing. Yeah. I mean, personally, you know, to my, my mother is a celiac. That's someone who's actually genuinely allergic to gluten. My, my, my wife is too. And, yeah, exactly. We're, you know, we're part of the, that, that, that world. So, you know, these people can't actually have gluten or else will, you know, eventually die if they just keep having it. Um, and there are a lot of people that maybe don't. So it makes me laugh because I guess it's from Jersey City and they're bragging, definitely not gluten-free. I love the idea of just this Jersey, this big Tony Soprano Jersey guy who's like, hey, you, these fucking people that gluten-free. I'm sick and tired of all these fucking, these weak, pasty-looking motherfuckers coming through my door looking like they're going to die saying, yeah, there's no gluten in this beer. Saying, there's no fucking gluten in the beer. Yeah, fuck you. Wait, but that makes that's the impression I get is that someone's going, yeah, screw you guys. Um, I wasn't thinking of it that way, but yes, I can yeah. see your point. <laughs> and actually, if you look at the guy, he's holding his hand up. It almost looks like he's flipping the bird off. He only has four mm. fingers, but that one finger is really extended. It's true. It, it looks like that he's definitely flipping the bird off. He does. He does. He does. It's a very nice beer, though. It's he's brewed a, with oats rye mm. and a monster hand of nugget hops. He's a hop. I just realised he is a hop. The nuggy monster is a is a green hop. That's what he is. Yes, of course he is. Um, You're absolutely right. But he looks like you know the Lorax or something. But he, yeah, he, yes. But he is a hop. And to answer the earlier question, before all the beer people like come trying to kill us, its IBU is International Bitterness Unit or Bittering oh. Unit. What's the so, scale? Well, oh, um, I don't know, again. But I think 38 puts it low, because this isn't a particularly... Oh, it's not bitter. It's still so here it says, You can drink a strong amber ale rated to 60 IBU that doesn't taste nearly as bitter as a 55 IBU pale ale. Okay, so now that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so, I, okay. So the IBU scale, international bitterness units are measured on a scale from zero to infinity, basically. That's according to this website. <laughs> oh, infinity. So I like the idea of drinking a beer that's like 500 IBU. It's just going to taste like just brick. Like <laughs> rope, right? It's going to taste like liquid rope. Yeah. Okay. It says here, there are documented beers that have rated to over 1,000 IBUs, but it's rare to see anything nearly that high. Why would you want to drink it? <laughs> that's like that's like those stupid, like with, with, with all the hot spices and the peppers. Like, yeah. oh, this goes, what was it? And they always, for whatever reason, they always have these contests in Australia. I don't know why. Yeah. But it's, they have this... Oh, I know why. Because they're Australians. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they would have this, uh, it was like this hot pepper contest. And they were like yeah. trying to eat these peppers, like raw, not even like in a chili, raw. Yeah. And they were trying to eat this one pepper that basically, uh, uh, the, the, the Indian military in India uses it for, for uh, as like a chemical weapon. <laughs> Because it's, you know, you just put it in, I guess, I don't know, in, in a super soaker and you spray it on at people and yeah. they just go home crying because nobody, <laughs> and these guys want to eat this thing. It's like, why would you do that? Yeah. I, I, I just don't get that. No. I mean, I enjoy, I enjoy a spicy meal. Yeah. I enjoy something that, you know, like burn a little bit. Yeah. But, you know, if I put it to my lips and my lips instantly swell to the size of a baseball mitt, mm. I, I really want no part of that. Yeah, I mean, I don't, yeah, I like spicy food as well, but in within reason, I mean, generally speaking, you know, it's easy for me to say British white man over here, but generally speaking, I'm pretty sure that the basis of most of these spicy foods in these countries that generally specialise in them, whether it be India or Mexico or plenty of other different places, whether it be jerk chicken, 
Generally, it's the case of the meat isn't too good, so you put spices in to cover up mm. the taste of the bad meat. I mean, that's gen- that's what the origin is, at origin, least. Origin, yeah, 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 because, um, uh, because uh, I mean, it's a hot country and there's no refrigeration. Yeah, exactly, and it, yeah, yeah um, so it's really kind of pointless, and the hotter it is, it's, well, why, you know, well, what are you doing that for? It's, yeah, you know, it's, and, and, and uh, I mean, full disclosure, my wife is a, a half West Indian, and what my father-in-law always says is one of the good old ad- adages is from the West Indies is, what burns good tongue burns good ass. So I mean, you're getting burned from both sides. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. I um, I don't know what Mr. Scoville's anus looked like upon his deathbed. I'm imagining the Scoville the Scoville ring was uh, was um, rather decayed. If if his uh, you know the yeah <sighs> yes yes. So I. I but anyway, IBU. So that's what IBU is. That's what IBU is. This isn't a very bitter beer, like I said. Actually, I'm surprised. No. But for it being 8.5%, it's I'm very surprised how smooth it is for 8.5%. Yeah, absolutely. That's like, I'm used to, you know, generally high-end uh, IPAs being that kind of percentage and of being a lot more bitter. Or a this. stout. Yeah. And this is, this is actually very smooth. I would almost qu- classify this as a summer beer. Yeah. But I mean, oh, would, you, yeah, exactly. you, you drink two of these in the summer sun and you're just wobbling all over the place. I think so. I, I, in fact, I almost got a stout and there was a lot of different stouts out. And one of the reasons I didn't was I ended up um, getting, I went to, usually I pick up beer just wherever I go. This, right. I knew we wanted a, an interesting beer. So I went to Total Wines. Right. There's a very large selection of, uh, of different beers. Great um, liquor store. If you haven't been, go see it. Great liquor Fantastic. store. Um, and uh, I got, caught by a beer man a, a beer aficionado geek man um i was you know i had all the british signs he obviously doesn't know any british people i had all the signs i had my earphones in my ear i was looking at nobody directly in the face uh i was shuffling along at my own pace yet somehow this american man managed to suddenly, di- my life and his life intersected forcibly, <laughs> which, just, which just just happened. Um, and he saw I was looking, and I no, I can't even remember what his initial line was. It's probably something like, "Oh, beer, eh?" <laughs> I don't know. But he was he proceeded to have a big monologue about you know, oh, of course the oh this year the stouts this year oh. Oh, this is a good stout if you're having this. And of course, the you know, if you're going to have the uh, Pennsylvania Nugglemeister 2000, you should probably try, of course, well, last season this was that, and of course this, and yes, 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 yes. Um, and uh, I, I honestly, I don't think I said anything more to him than just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just a lot of, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and after every, I, I was never making eye contact. It was a lot of yeah and looking at the floor. <laughs> see, see, this is I don't know what this stirs me more: the <laughs> fact that you're doing that and basically looking like a serial killer mental patient doing it, or the fact that he didn't pick up on the fact oh. that you're looking like a serial killer mental patient, just sitting there going, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but if you look farther down the line, I imagine once upon a time this man was me. Uh, he was just a maybe. Didn't know what he was doing, and he bumped into a guy, and then eventually it kind of passed down till you know he became the original 
man, the aficionado. Now, here's a here's a question, and I'm kind of interested now. Now that you brought him up, did he look inebriated at all, or was he just like cold stone? He no, he sober. Was, he was a very clean cut looking guy. Very clean cut shirts, glasses. Um, he was a very yeah. He looked like a he was a nice. Nice enough guy. He's a, what was he going on? He kept going on about some brewery, semi-local brewery. You probably know it. Um, growler, something Growler. I don't know. I know no. the Growler is in a container, but yeah. there's a brewery somewhere around here. It's called Growler and something or something and Growler. He kept going on about them. Uh, he liked them. Um, he showed me all sorts. I mean, he had a lot of different beers in his basket. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he. I don't know. He just likes to. It, it's 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 um. Yeah, it's, and I think I might have been one of those people that have been like this over enthusiastic explainer of things, mm. and like because when I rebuilt the house, yeah, I was kind of into everything and reading up on every you know heating systems and flooring and your building. house, would you say? My you house. rebuilt your house. I rebuilt yes. my house, yes. And then like if people would ask me something, I would just chew their ear off, and then like mm. I'd leave and be like. Oh my God, I'm awful. I'm my dad right now. This is terrible. You know, and I would just like leave and just be all self-conscious. When I was at your gig mm-hmm. the other night, yep. some random guy, and I don't know why I'm always the one that's singled out. Yeah. And it comes up and I forget which number you guys did. I'm in a band by the way, for anyone listening, yes. it sounds like we're going off. I'm in a band and we had a gig at a local bar. Yes. And yes. that's what we're talking about. And, and... I think it was after you guys did Zeppelin. Yeah, whole lot of love. Yes, whole lot of love. And, and this guy who's like sitting at the bar and he's like really into it. And I'm like, man, Sean and his guys, they're like getting a big crowd here because there's a bunch of people. And, 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 and I mean, I'm middle-aged, but these guys had 10, 15 years on me and they were just really grooving out to Zeppelin. And then he comes to me and he's like, he wasn't playing lead guitar on that. I play guitar. I know. Did you hear that? He wasn't playing lead guitar. And I'm just standing there quietly <laughs> with my pint in my hand, and I'm kind of like, mmm, uh-huh, mmm. Ah. Like, okay, sure, all right. And for a good two minutes, he was mm. trying to explain to me why your lead guitar was doing yep. everything wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So. Sorry, Greg, if you're listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, 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 that's true. That is, it's, you know, it's a very. I guess it's that thing. Is mansplaining is what they refer to it as. It's a very man-heavy trait. This yes. thing of men like to impart knowledge yes. onto yes. other men. The the one that I found out years ago at my job, and me and my buddy would find out. And I'm pretty sure this is universal amongst all men in all cultures. As men get older, yeah, they really have no compunction about sharing intimate uh, health. <laughs> details with you yeah because there was a guy that 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 was explaining and he had unfortunately well or fortunately as the case may be um he had cancer of the sacral bone like literally the tailbone and they yeah. found it they removed it and everything's fine and he decided to impart on me all the details of it you know and it was just kind of like okay i don't and then of Another coworker came along, a woman, mm-hmm. and he started talking about basically how because he doesn't have his like tailbone anymore, 
his butt cheeks started flat. They flapped. He was a runner too. And he's just like, my butt cheeks, it feels like nothing's there and they're flapping together. And the woman, without missing a beat, turns to me and goes, why the fuck am I listening to this? And just walks away. And I was just like, sitting there shaking my head like, yeah, filters might be necessary before you kind of... Yeah, so I, I, that goes right along with the mansplaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, yeah. my, my dad does that kind of stuff. It's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, you know, I just kind of, with the knee and the leg, and, you know, when I was in rehab, and then thankfully the nurse smelled my feet to see if they're bad. I'm like, what? I, I don't, I don't want to hear this. Why? You know, uh-huh. I, was, I thought we were going to have a slice of pizza and maybe, you know, chat a little bit. But, you know, I think it's just men just don't care when they get old. Okay. They just don't. This is like a war story, I guess. Yeah, you, we never know wars anymore. People are now like, this. Year I've lived through the wars. Oh, yes. my butt cheeks flap around. Yes, yes. And yes. I'm still here. You weren't there, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another guy at my old job, he's telling me my buddy, buddy and we're killing ourselves laughing. He goes like, and he's telling us this lecture. You know, it's kind of like, it's almost like the old military videos of like, VD will strike whenever you're not careful. You know, it's like, <laughs> sailors, put on your condoms. You know, that kind uh-huh. of stuff. And he says, like, have you guys ever had a colonoscopy? And we're like, no. And, you know, he starts describing. So, and I sit down there. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, the doctor asks me, do you want to watch this on the screen? And I'm like, why? Do you need my assistance with this? <laughs> and so, of course, we're laughing. You know, we're kind of chuckling. We're in our early 30s. We're laughing. And he says, and then this bastard grabs basically this garden hose and he starts showing it to me. He says, all right, this is the camera. This is what we're going to shove in your rectum. <laughs> and of course, he's telling us this and we're, we're killing ourselves laughing. But at the same time, it's kind of like, uh, this might not be appropriate to be sharing at work. Uh, yeah. Not that we cared that he shared it, but it was, my point is, mm. they just, you know, the, the, the levels of... Um, I guess the levels of privacy yeah. and stuff like that just like disappear. And like you said, yeah. it's just a war story. I'm going to warn you, kid, because sooner or later, you're getting a garden hose up your ass. Yeah. It's, that's just going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, I, I, other than every other Saturday night. <laughs> well, hey, Club the Cuervos, we think it's a comedy. And um, I'm gonna look it up right now. Okay. So we close. I'm gonna look up the actual plot. Okay. Of what it was. Yes. So we know um, what we were getting in for. Okay. So our our call is that Club de Cuervos is a comedy, and to be fair, you might enjoy it, and you probably enjoy it more if you actually speak Spanish. Nookie Monster by Depart Departed Souls Brewing Company from Jersey City, New Jersey, is a fantastic beer. I, I, I would mm-hmm. qualify it as fantastic, wouldn't I you? I think it's fantastic, yeah. It's, it's very fantastic. Good. It's very smooth. It's got a little bit of kick. It's tons of flavor. Very tasty. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, lovely. it's a lovely, lovely beer. And it comes in pint cans. What, 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 what could be wrong with that? And, of course, last but not least, um, Empanada Mania Empanadas. We had the Angus Beef, the Chicken Quesadilla, and the Cuban Empanadas. Mm-hmm. And they are all fantastic. And like I said, that's in Bergenfield. Um, and we also gave a, a Total Wine a plug because yeah. they're fantastic. So if you haven't been to Total Wine over in River Edge, you really should go. They have tasting sessions for wine and scotch, which we should probably actually do one time. Mm-hmm. But um, it's a really great store and the people really know their stuff there. That's the key thing. 
So like if you're not sure what kind of wine you want to bring or whatever, uh, everybody that works there really knows their stuff. So that's what I that's what I have to say about that. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I was just looking up. Um, well, I said Club de Cuevos. Yeah. Um, and why uh, I can't believe we didn't do this earlier. Okay. Um, but IMDb have a have a review section where people can talk about the show. And you know what? This is a popular show. Is it? I can tell you from here. So IMDb, this is a review of the TV series. Okay. Best show on Netflix this summer. Ten out of ten. Tony Guy one four one six nine. I enjoyed watching every episode of this series. The actors were great, and the plot was very entertaining. It's always fun to see different types of plots, like the one in this show. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Uh, you've got another Netflix success. 10 out of 10, Left Banker. I don't know what that fucking means. <laughs> left Banker. This show is a lot of fun and very well produced, as you would expect from Netflix. I, I think Left Banker means he's a, a, a left back. Oh. Play soccer. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe. Yeah. I, or, or he's French from Paris. Uh, perhaps he might be. Yeah. He, he said it's quite funny at times, but I think what shines in this venture is the acting and directing. <laughs> and, then, and then he puts in brackets good directing to me means good acting. A ah. good director brings out good acting. Ah. It, okay. So, you know, oh, this is, this is my favourite one so far. I'm not going to read all of them. This is my favourite one. Seven out of ten. This is more realistic. Okay. It's just what you'd expect is the, is the headline of the review. No capital letters, okay. just what you'd expect. All lowercase, what you'd expect. <laughs> From uh, Jorge Torios saying what you'd expect. It combines two of the things people likes. Sex and footballs. It is something <laughs> easy to do. The performances are good for my taste. Okay. And there are very funny scenes. I especially liked the character of Hugo Sanchez uh -huh. and the youngest guy in the team and the Argentinian guy. Okay. And that's a review. That's a review. I like that. So we know there's an Argentinian guy. Okay. I'm thinking it's the guy, the Che Guevara dude that you were like, ooh. No, 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 no. no? He's talking about the guy, he's talking about guys on the team. I'm wondering the Argentinian guy, the guy with the uh, bulldoze ring. Oh, maybe. Because he's obviously sticking out like a sore thumb with that thing, so he's probably some kind of key character later on in the plot. That's true. And, and full disclosure to everybody, we're, we're both actors. Sean, much more experienced, much more educated actor. I'm kind of a newbie, but we're, we're both doing that. So that's why we're kind of giving it a critical eye. To yeah. The show. Yeah, we're, you know, we're giving it our best. Um, I'm struggling to find a specific episode breakdown that's of any length, but I can tell you that Netflix says the Club de Cuervos. The premise... Set in the fictional city... Ah, here we go. This is why we're so confused about oh, where it's set. Okay. The yeah. fictional city of Nuevo Toledo. Okay. Mexico. Okay. All right, so it is a Mexican So it's Nuevo Toledo. New Toledo. Yes. Uh, the series focuses on the Cuevos it FC. It kind of looked like Ohio, especially that... Uh, <laughs> uh, a soccer team that faces an identity crisis after the death of its owner, Salvador Iglesias Sr., Due to male-dominant cultural attitudes, his son, Chava, is quickly chosen to take the role of the new president, despite the fact that his sister, Isabel, is considered to be better suited 
to run the team. Well, that's what it looked like. That I think that's as far as we really saw. There, are, there's yeah. more details. Yeah. But I think that's it. You know what? We did pretty well. I think. I think. Yeah. I think we deciphered the script pretty we well. Know. Well, you better than me. You nailed it. I mean, you pretty much got it. I was. If you asked me what it was about, I'd have been like, you know what, mate? I don't know. There was this. There's this girl who was not attractive enough to have been anybody's girlfriend or sex symbol. So I guess she would think sister, but I don't know. And there's this other. Oh, at least that's how they're trying to portray her. Yeah, and then yeah, and then and the thing. And I then. I can see a few episodes down the road they like trying to pretty because she wasn't a bad looking woman at all. No, but she wasn't like you said. She wasn't painted as the um, what what what's the proper phrase? She wasn't painted as the femme fatale. No, yes, she she wasn't, and no. I um. Although I love the way she th- she threw that punch like she actually. I wouldn't be surprised she, if she does boxing because she really threw a freaking she threw a good, nice cross. She threw a good punch. Yeah. It, se- it seems like, at least from that, that he, he looked like he never did play football. I think he just was the son of the owner. Yeah. So I guess that explains away the fact that um, he doesn't look like a footballer. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. So but then why would he have like his two bros there, kind of like all getting teary-eyed with him during his speech? Uh, Someone's going to... Ha- we might have to go back and watch it with the subtitles and see what the hell he's actually saying. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, we'll finish the episode. We also didn't we'll finish, finish the episode, the episode to be that's fair. True. That's true, that's true, to be fair. fair. I mean, yeah. Yeah. We, we, we got probably about a half hour into it. It's 22 episodes more of this. Yeah, we're going to have to find another show for next time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Club de Cuevos is... I think we nailed it. I think, I I think know yeah, we, we got the gist of it, yeah, I think. Well, But you know what? I mean, in all honesty and fairness, and I'm not trying to be a dick or anything, but... <laughs> Kudos to the writers, because here's two guys that don't speak the language, and we kind of figured out what was going on. <laughs> yeah. I, I, honestly, I mean, because it's like, okay, this is, you know, it, it's the whole, I mean, that's the one that bothers me, like when you have all mm. these uh, movies or whatever, it's like, it's like, what'd you think of it? I, 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 I thought it was kind of underwhelming because the story didn't make sense. Oh, well, they made a book that goes with the movie. Okay, if they made a book that goes with the movie, right away the writers of the movie failed. Because if you need a book to explain what happened in That's the movie... That's fair. To be fair, you're right. I mean, what's the point of the movie? I've been joking about Chris Nolan and saying, you know, making it seem like he's good and they're not, which, I mean, is obviously the case. But if you were to not speak English and watch Inception yes. with no subtitles... yes. I think you would not have any idea no, what's going no, on. No, no. I know plenty you, of people that didn't you, know, or Interstellar. I know plenty of people that don't know Chris Nolan films that do speak English. Yes. You know, I'm related to a lot of them. <laughs> and they don't. Well, know I, it honestly, is. Inception is, is you, you save your money. You don't have to buy weed. Just like turn off, if you yeah, speak, I, don't speak English, turn off the subtitles and just watch you it. You know what? Yeah. Anyone out, anyone who's, who's not seen Inception yet or Interstellar or any Chris Nolan film that they haven't seen and they're thinking about it, you know what? Just before you go to Blockbuster Video and pick up your copy. Dead, dead, long time ago, <laughs> Before you do that, you know what? Just put on Netflix and watch Club de Cuevas. <laughs> and see what a true story will tell you. Yeah. But, I mean, I, seriously, though. We kind of figured it out, though. Yeah. No? I, yeah. Now, the more, the more I reflect on it, you know, I think it had everything. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, folks. That's that's that from the inaugural uh, episode of What's Going On Here. Yeah. And so, Club de Cuervos, actually, you're getting a chuckle. <laughs> Kids in college, you want to hit a couple of ticket hits for the bong and watch a good show? Go ahead. Um, yeah. yeah. I said, yeah. I mean, you know, you or you, you know, if you're on your own on a Friday night, just skip to like two minutes 
54 and you're just going to see some coke and tits. Yeah, this is true. And that will get you it, going it, if nothing. It's true. It went from soap opera to Skinamax in like, in like 30 quickly. seconds. Yeah, it yeah. went from a grown man crying on a football field <laughs> to a woman with cocaine over her boobies. Yes. Very, very quickly. Because <laughs> we were both kind of like, uh, what the hell? Yeah. And it's clever, I guess, the director was like, you know, just when we thought that the audience was sad and they're crying in the <laughs> living room, they, they're crying and then, oh, no, no, they've got erections. <laughs> yes. It was just, yeah. Uh, yes, yes. So, Club and Cuervos, <laughs> would we, uh, 3.5 is fair, I think. That's it, it's a good... Three and a half stars is fair. Well done, Netflix. Yeah. Well done, Netflix. It's a Netflix original, yes. And uh, once again... Milky Monster, great beer. Good job, guys, at Departed Souls and Empanatomania. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. All right, kids. Thanks for listening. Good night. Bye.